You're tuned in to the Three Pixels Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Three Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Martin Gregory. Today I'm going to be talking about the PlayStation 5. The PlayStation 5 has been announced. It is set to go on sale later this year, seven years after the PS4. A bit of background about the PlayStation 4. The PlayStation 4 was a huge success for Sony. For context, a massive 108 million units were sold. Compare that to the 53 million to the Switch and only 49 million for the Xbox One. At first look at that stat, it's easy to presume the PS4 dominated its competition. Moreover, with the Xbox One and not too much with the Nintendo Switch because Obviously, that got released later. But with the PS4, it had to be a success. Sony lost their stranglehold of having one of the greatest consoles ever made in the PS2, but only the PS3 to fall flat and Microsoft's Xbox 360 to take over. So, it's easy to presume that the PS4 was one of those consoles that Sony had to get right, and they did. They did this by talking to uh, just regular people, gamers, asking them for their feedback constantly, as well as really doing their research, as well as really undercutting the price from Microsoft's Xbox One. However, let's bring it back to 2020 now. Sony has announced two variants of the PlayStation 5. One is your standard PS5 with disc tray, and the other is one where you can digitally download your games. Now, I believe this is a great strategy for Sony, as well as rumors are coming out that Microsoft are doing the same, having two different variants. I believe having two options for people is a great idea. You're sort of gravitating to different people like me who love the physical copy of a game. I like having the boxes, I like having the game art. I just think I like something physical to see. Where other people are moving on into more modern times by downloading the games as well as being more economic. Because you can argue with these cases that some of them, you know, they're plastic, they're they're bad for the environment, which I can also understand. And that is something that, you know, a bit of a selling point, I guess, that they can put on people. It must also be said that Sony didn't mention the pricing for either variant. Uh, ben here on the Free Pixels podcast suggests that Sony is waiting on Microsoft's Xbox to announce their pricing, just like the last time. And I would have to agree in this case. That is what made the PS4 extremely successful, as I previously stated. As well as later in this podcast, I'll talk about what I think the prices will be, and they would have to really seriously undercut Microsoft for younger people who don't have that money because they don't go to work. So I'm talking about people who are under the age of like 16, where their mums are probably going to buy them the console, either the PS5 or Microsoft's Xbox Series X. In any case, it's hard to dispute that the PS5 Digital Edition will be priced below the model with the optional drive. This is purely for parts, and it obviously sets up a new storyline between Sony and Microsoft. I'd like to just address the appearance of the PlayStation 5. So we're comparing the PS5 to an internet router. I, for one, can see the resemblance. However, I do like the style. It's very sleek, and the color is very eye-catching, and it almost screams, the future is now. I do implore you to look at the images of the PS5 if you haven't already and I think you would understand what I mean by it being an internet router but 
it is hard to argue with the with the white it really just pops out and leaps off, off the screen now let's talk a bit about the launch the launch of the ps5 contained an hour worth of games mixing sequels to popular titles and even new franchises from its biggest first party studios like i said for an hour solid you really did get a scope of how these games were going to sort of play what they look like and obviously see these titles that will be coming on the ps5 titles such as spider-man miles morales follow-up to the 2018's action-adventure game based on the Marvel superhero, and Horizon Forbidden West, even long franchises like Gran Turismo 7, and a brief look at Capcom's zombie horror game Resident Evil 8. Now let's talk about specs and hardware you can expect from the Sony PS5. Sony has revealed that the DualSense PS5 controller, which includes a handful of impressive sounding features such as the built-in microphones as well as improved on adaptive triggers and furthering the built-in speaker inside the controller. Sony has confirmed that PS5 will be backwards compatible with the PS4 games. According to a Wired article, the next-gen console won't be a digital-only machine, it will still accept physical media and thus the PS5 will be backwards compatible for PS4 games which when you say physical media obviously that's going to be the one with the disc tray in that should be said when it comes to other ps5 features we know the next gen console have blu-ray tracing a super fast ssd a built-in 4k blu-ray player the latter of which i feel is future proofing the console as i can see in the next seven to eight years which is sort of a life cycle for these consoles now many people in Europe and North America will have access to more channels filming in 4k and would have more experience and more exposure towards 4k in film Sony have also confirmed the PS5 will have VR the next-gen console will be compatible with current PSVR hardware and there's also rumors of a PSVR 2 I believe this will be around early 2021 due to the coronavirus a lot of plans have been halted and I feel like Sony probably wanted both to be released at the same time to really maximize the effectiveness. I teased earlier about pricing. As I already said, it is not official. However, if we look back, the PS4 was around the £350 benchmark. I expect the PS5 to cost a cool £499. And this is why consoles are getting more and more expensive because they're getting more and more powerful. That is a given. I think there's a lot of things inside this PS5 that dwarfs the PS4's launch. What I mean, what they put in the PS4 wasn't super up to up to date. There are a couple of things in the PS4 that probably could have been improved on on launch. With the PS5, already gonna be able to have a 4K Blu-ray player, as well as a super fast SSD there's not too much more you could probably put in a console as well as they've really tried to future-proof it as i've said previously to at least survive should we say six years minimum obviously day by day we learn more and more about the ps5 and new features the plans of sony and where they're going to lead but the next stop really is microsoft's xbox series x which is a mouthful to say but after seeing what the PlayStation and their tactic of showing an hour's worth of content of their games and it really showed uh, a pride in what Sony have achieved looking back but also 
looking to the future, having sequels to beloved franchises, as well as showing new franchises coming up. It sort of had that quirk of, this is what we were, and this is what we're going to be. And like I said, with the color scheme and how the PS5 looks, they've really gone for a future is now sort of vibe. So it'll be interesting to see what Microsoft's take on a launch would be. That's all I have time for here on the Free Pixels podcast. I hope you enjoyed. This was a short episode just to keep you up to date on the world around us in these stressful times. I've been your host, Martin Gregory, and I hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening and goodbye. Your tunes in to the Three Pixels podcast.